0: The Athletic.
1: Hey, pod listeners. The Athletic Football Podcast is returning in just over a week, but we at The Athletic have something that might scratch your itch. Unless you've been hiding under a rock, you've probably heard that Lionel Messi is heading to MLS and Miami and is set to make his debut this weekend. To coincide with that, we've released a special three-part series called The Making of Messi, We've charted his extraordinary career on the pitch, explained his somewhat complex career off it, and why the deal that is taking him to Miami is so unique. In this episode, episode 3 of the series, we explain the geopolitics at the center of Messi's move, how Inter Miami convinced him to join, and the legacy he is leaving behind. If you'd like to listen to the rest of the series, search for The Making of Messi wherever you get your podcasts. This is episode three of The Making of Messi, exploring what Messi will leave behind. For Messi's soccer journey and what led him to this point, along with how Messi fits into Major League Soccer history and culture, check out episodes one and two of this series.
0: Well, Messi is different.
2: Messi's like genies. I think he's very unique. I think he's a subset of one.
1: I think Messi is one of a kind. What he's doing, I don't know if we will see another player do the things that he does. In the words of the great American poet and activist Maya Angelou, "If you're going to live, leave a legacy. Make a mark on the world that can't be erased."
2: Only him. Only him. beyond human.
1: Lionel Messi has always been one of a kind. From changing the way we view the false nine role to a new Instagram benchmark. The Argentine continues to rewrite the history books and set standards that seem impossible to reach.
3: It's Messi, it's Champions League history for Lionel Messi. Nobody has ever scored five goals in a Champions League match before. The genius, the legend of the Cam Nui, now. Congratulations, Mr. Messi. You are the all-time leading scorer for Argentina. So if you put all those things together, you have someone who, frankly, is clearly not a human being.
1: We will explore the legacy Messi will leave behind as he takes his journey down an unbeaten path. The Saudi Pro League has been using a big spending tactic to attract some of the biggest stars in the world. Benzema!
3: Back towards
0: Conte. 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 Oh,
3: genius! Absolute genius! And it's a hat trick for Cristiano
1: Ronaldo! But what is the Saudi Pro League and why attempt to make a huge splash for a player like Messi?
3: I'm Matt Slater and I'm a senior news reporter for The Athletic. The situation in Saudi Arabia is part of a wider strategy to use sport to diversify the Saudi Arabian economy. That really is the most important thing to understand about everything that Saudi Arabia is doing. Now, at the same time, there are other benefits to Saudi Arabia's big push, big bet on sport. And of course, one of those is is sports washing, if you like. It's a slightly contentious term and It means different things to different people, but it's indisputable that countries like Saudi Arabia that have problematic human rights records and have very different systems of government to us in the West and have some some things that they want us to stop talking about are attracted to sport because sport is by its nature fundamentally sort of positive, it's very popular, and it's a great way of changing the subject and portraying a, a, a more po- a more positive image of of, of of what you are, your company, who you are, your country, it's a um, it's a very powerful tool, and you know various people have tried it. But I do want to stress that point that I think with Saudi Arabia, it, it is part of the story. It's all wrapped up together, of course. But using sports to diversify the economy is 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 just something that everyone should have in their mind that it's a that's a genuine and very real and very important motivation. I can
0: say now I had many opportunities in Europe, many clubs, in Brazil, uh, in Australia, US, even in Portugal. Many clubs tried to to sign me, but I give the word to this
2: club for the opportunity to develop uh, not only the football, but the other part of this amazing country.
3: And the Crown Prince there, Mohammed Bin Salman, who is absolutely central to this, and has really, I think, galvanized his people around his vision for the country, which he constantly talks about, Vision 2030. It's almost a state of mind now, this sort of belief in where Saudi's at now and where it can get to. And there's a sort of impatience to get there. Some of it is around becoming a you know, regional power, regional superpower. Some of it is about sort of this status in the world we're gonna become a big player, significant player. You know, We've got oil wealth, but we want more. And golf, F1, boxing, WWE, tennis now.
2: The US-based PGA Tour, the European-based DP World Tour, and the Saudi-backed Live Golf Tour have announced a landmark agreement to unify their sport on a it's global
3: It's all of a piece. You know, we are going to create a sports industry. There's jobs and money there. But it's tied to tourism, leisure. We have some public health messages we want to send out as well to our people. Is there a better way of doing it than throwing loads and loads of money at top football players? Yeah, yeah, there's probably many different ways you
1: could do it. And their pursuit of Messi wasn't a secret. Messi appeared to announce his public partnership as an ambassador to promote tourism in the state of Saudi Arabia in May of 2022 via a post on Instagram. The working relationship was already in place, but with a year left on his contract at PSG, Al-Hilal, the club chasing Messi's signature, had stiff competition... From Inter Miami. I'm Paul Tenorio, senior writer, and I cover Major League
0: Soccer and the U.S. men's national team for the athletic. Inter Miami's interest in Lionel Messi started almost from the very beginning of the existence of the team. When David Beckham and the Moss brothers announced Miami as the forthcoming MLS expansion team way back in 2018, there was a video that played and in that video, Lionel Messi spoke and he joked that maybe I'll see you in a few years in Miami. And while it was a video that featured a lot of celebrity names and it spoke to David Beckham's presence as an owner of the club, and I think spoke to the celebrity driven ethos behind kind of the, the sports scene in Miami. it was something that was taken seriously by both David Beckham and Jorge Mas and the other partners in the team. They wanted Miami to be a club and a team where top players came to play, where they were considered in much the same way the Galaxy were after David Beckham arrived, that this was a place where top players in the world wanted to play. And if you go back to those first comments that the owners were making back in 2018, They spoke to that, they they said out loud, we want players like Lionel Messi, like Cristiano Ronaldo, the best players in the world, to wind up in Miami.
2: We've got great opportunities down in Miami. You know, as any owner, you really want the best players. And if we have the opportunity to bring in players like Cristiano or Leo Messi, if we could bring those players in, then great.
0: So you can't really separate the idea of Inter Miami from the idea of Lionel Messi coming to Inter Miami. They are entwined going back to the very first days of
1: this club. While Al-Hilal was reportedly offering around 400 million euros a year, Miami had to put together a creative package of their own to entice the seven-time Ballon d'Or winner. MLS knew that its offer was going to have to go
0: beyond just the financial levels because it couldn't compete with the offer coming from Saudi Arabia, and it couldn't compete with the emotional side of returning to Barcelona. And so they had to determine and figure out a way that they could entice Messi to come to Miami, and it was threefold. I think the first part of it is family. Miami is closer to Buenos Aires, to Rosario. It's an easier flight from Miami to South America than it is from Europe to South America or from Saudi Arabia to South America. And Messi already owned a home in Miami. It was a place that they felt could become a hub for the Messi family as he embarked on this next part of his career. And so they appealed to him on that side. And they appealed to him on another side too, which is post-soccer. What are you going to do when you're done playing? And so the offer, the contract offer, included pieces that went beyond the playing days. This is going to be a two and a half year contract with an option for another year, but the benefits of this contract will extend well beyond that. And you can see that in a number of different places. First, there's an equity stake that Messi can trigger when he's done playing in MLS to own a portion of Inter-Miami. That's a benefit that's going to keep on paying dividends, as we've seen, the valuations of MLS teams continue to rise. And so you can see the long-term benefits for Messi in the equity of the club.
1: So equity in Inter Miami should be a pretty penny, but what else was on the table? Then there's the corporate side of it, the partnerships with Apple, with Adidas, where Messi already had a long-term
0: contract, yes, a lifetime contract, but it opened up avenues for growth in revenue in North America. And so there was this kind of economic enticement that went beyond the playing days. And speaking of long-term, I think the last part was legacy. And the idea that when you look back and, and part of Jorge Mas's pitch was in 1975, Pelé came to the US to help grow the sport with the Cosmos. In 2007, David Beckham came to Major League Soccer to change the league forever. And now in 2023, Leo Messi had the chance to do the same thing. He had the chance to change the sport in this country, to change the league in this country, and to push it forward ahead of that 2026 World Cup. And so those were kind of the three elements that Inter-Miami pushed for to separate themselves or to be competitive with the offers that were on the table from PSG, from Barcelona, and from Al-Hilal in Saudi
1: Arabia. Sure, Major League Soccer has limited resources compared to the Saudi Pro League, but the additional commercial lifestyle and long-term benefits that the league and the United States can offer can even attract the biggest star. Lionel Messi is taking his talents to South Beach. Lionel Messi
3: says he is coming to play for Inter Miami. Lionel Messi says he is joining Major League Soccer and Messi told two Spanish media outlets he plans to join Inter-Miami, leaving his current club in Paris. Lionel Messi has confirmed that he will join Major League Soccer side Inter-Miami. This is massive.
0: It's it's impossible to really overstate just how big
3: this is going to be. People are going to get a first-hand view, those that get to the stadium in particular, to see this little magician work.
0: The full details of Leo Messi's contract and the compensation he'll make here in Major League Soccer, I don't think will ever be known with 100% clarity. There are things like marketing rights that will run through separate companies. There is the equity portion. We don't know what percentage of Inter Miami Leo Messi will own. We don't know the valuation that option will be set at. We don't know when Messi would sell those options and where, what kind of equity stake that would look like down the road as the valuation of the team goes up. All of those things factor into kind of the overall valuation of this deal. But speaking to people who have been briefed on the negotiations, who have been involved in the negotiations, They speculate that this contract will be worth somewhere between 50 to $70 million per year over a two and a half year contract with an option for
3: another year. I think the fact that Messi has chosen MLS is not that surprising at all. He's looked at a big cash offer to go to Saudi Arabia. And he's gone, "Eh, I'd maybe take a smaller base salary over here in the States. But think of the fringe benefits. I'm going to be part of a better league in a richer country, a much bigger population. We've got the World Cup around the corner. Soccer is going to be one of the big stories in this big, rich country for the rest of my playing career. It sits well culturally for me. It's a great place to live. I'm also, there's a lot of upside. So all those kind of wonderful things about the the wind in soccer sales in the US, I can
1: have a piece of that. So I can make up base salary by getting a share of the profits while Lionel Messi has changed the way we look at contract financials his mere presence also carries weight the player recruitment of european stars may increase and even rule changes could be on the horizon to push the league forward i think certainly the goal is that Messi's introduction to Major League Soccer will
0: open the door for more players to come, much in the same way that David Beckham's arrival in 2007 signaled to others that they could come to MLS. And Beckham was really the first of his kind. He was a 31-year-old player who was starring for Real Madrid. Late in the season, he got back into the starting lineup. He was a big part of a team that won La Liga. And in fact, Real Madrid tried to keep him from going to the Galaxy. They tried to buy him back. That didn't happen. And over the next five years, it wasn't a perfect introduction for David Beckham. In fact, the first couple years went quite poorly. And then he went on loan to AC Milan, and it was kind of an ugly start to his first few years in Major League Soccer. But he eventually won two MLS Cups, And that signaled that you could go to MLS and have success, and that you could have some level of competitive football still in your life. It wasn't just a move for vanity's sake or for entertainment's sake. And we've seen the impact of that over the years. We can rattle off the names of other DPs who followed Beckham Thierry Henry and Bastian Schweinsteiger.
2: Off one, walking in! Henry from the impossible angle has put it
1: home! Bastian Schweinsteiger and the fire lead!
0: David Villas, Latan Ibrahimovic, Didier Dragva. And
1: it's going to fall for Ibrahimovic! Oh, come on! It, it's Drabba with
0: his first one for Montreal. You can go on and on down the list, Kaka in Orlando. And now you have the greatest player of all time coming to Major League Soccer. So, of course, the hope is that this kind of sparks that next flow of players. The question really is: what real change does it drive? Does it have the sort of impact that the designated player rule, which was created for Beckham, had on MLS to push the league forward? And there are a lot of people who are arguing that Messi's arrival should prompt Major League Soccer to think about changing its rules so that it can accommodate more top-level players, that it can spread money over more of the roster and thus entice more big-name players and more high-level players to Major League Soccer. So do I think that we could see more superstar players come to MLS? Of course. I don't think that will ever change. And I think Major League Soccer will be in for names like Neymar and, and Griezmann and eventually somewhere down the road Mbappe.
1: While we could see players follow Messi to MLS, where else will we see growth? Well, Apple pushing further into sports content, announcing a partnership with MLS major league. $2.5 billion at a minimum. That's a 10-year deal, so $250 million annually. So how will Messi change the landscape of Apple's soccer coverage in the United States?
2: I'm Richard Deitch, and I'm a media reporter for The Athletic. apple needed something that would be a massive catalyst there's no potentially bigger massive catalyst than leo messi playing in your league so i think they will try to take advantage of every possible way they can they'll probably figure out a. they'll have to figure out what a good price point will be next year for those fans who want to um, get on the subscription from the beginning of the year i have no doubt that every single advertisement when it comes to mls and apple next year will feature leo messi's face They'll probably figure out ways this year to put Messi on some free to air television. So Messi will appear on Fox at a certain point just so that people can get a sense or a taste of what the product is. You can probably this year maybe give away let's say uh, uh, one Saturday's worth of games. So maybe people can actually stream Messi for free um, even if you don't have the Apple TV subscription. They're gonna figure out creative ways to do stuff because they will never have a better opportunity than this. And while Apple has
1: an opportunity to grow their audience, so does the game of soccer with historic competitions coming to the U.S.
3: The member associations of Canada, Mexico and USA have been selected by the FIFA Congress to host the 2026 FIFA World Cup.
0: The 2024 Copa America will be played in the U.S.
1: For Argentines, silverware with the national team is everything. It's feeling every ounce of pressure to win.
0: I always say that the worst thing that could happen to Messi was Maradona.
1: But once that pressure is lifted, it's immortality.
2: From Lionel Messi, a moment that cements his legacy as the greatest of all time.
1: And Lionel Messi, finally leading his country to the pinnacle, now has a seat next to El Pibe de Oro, Diego Maradona. Legendary broadcaster and Argentina native Andres Cantor has this to say. Even
0: though he had won so many Champions League, you know, all the personal records, but yet for Argentines that have the World Cup as a threshold of of greatness. So now, obviously he is uh, Mount Olympus right there, shaking hands with Diego and we all think that he is probably the greatest of all time.
1: Copa America 2021, World Cup 2022. Lionel Messi, the current holder of the two biggest prizes in South American soccer, will have a chance to impact those international competitions as they'll take place in his new home of the United States. With the 2024 Copa America and the 2026 World Cup being played in the U.S., Messi playing his soccer in Miami can only increase the awareness of the sport within the American market.
2: I think in terms of the In terms of how the media approaches Messi, interestingly enough, I think there'll be far more coverage for when Copa America happens in 2024, and presuming he's still in the United States, I think the run-up to the World Cup is when Messi will get the most coverage. Let's say he's still here in 2025. I think that's the season, presuming he's healthy, presuming he still can be a factor in MLS, that to me would be the season where I think a lot of mainstream sports outlets Really jump on him because it's a prelude to the World Cup. And you can use him in Miami as a bit of a jumping point regarding sort of soccer writ large in the United States.
0: For a long time now, Major League Soccer has talked about 2026 and the World Cup as being this potential springboard for the sport in this country, for the league in this country, much in the way the 1994 World Cup was for soccer, and then, of course, the 1999 Women's World Cup, in changing the popularity of the sport, changing how people think about the sport, changing how many people are participating in the sport. And the question was, can MLS really leverage that moment? Can they take advantage of the sport's biggest stage being back in their backyards. And I think Messi now gives a real runway for American soccer, North American soccer, to kind of launch into 2026, to take advantage of that moment. And as a result, we're kind of seeing these enormous opportunities grow beyond just 2026. So now you have Messi arriving in Major League Soccer in 2023. You've got the 2024 Copa America in the United States. You've got 2025, the Club World Cup being played in the United States. You've got the Men's World Cup in 2026 and potentially the Women's World Cup in 2027. And Messi being in the U.S. during that time period, of course, becomes this sort of parallel path of can we take advantage of the eyeballs that are going to be turning to this country, to this league? And certainly I think we're going to see now the type of attention that the business side of the sport wants to see. Corporate sponsors who want to be associated with Messi, that want to be associated with the growth of the sport, that want to be associated with the run-up to the World Cup, instead of just the companies that kind of pop in for the World Cup and then pop back out of the sport. So that's the potential impact that Messi can have when we talk about kind of the commercial growth of the sport. I think really the hope has to be that Major League Soccer embraces this moment for Messi and, and uses it to pull more casual sports fans into its product. We know that the popularity of soccer, the sport itself, has grown seriously in this country. We can look at the popularity of Liga Amequis in the Latino, the Mexican community here in the United States, the most popular soccer league on television in the U.S. right now. We can look at the popularity of the Premier League. We can look at the fact that There are streaming companies that are constantly buying rights to the Champions League. And CBS and Paramount Plus have won the bid for TV rights for the Champions
1: League. It is a six-year deal worth $1.5 billion.
0: Ligue 1 in France to the Bundesliga, go on down the list. Even the English Championship we can get on streaming here in the United States. People want to consume the sport. They're willing to pay to consume the sport. Now, the question is, can you get those eyeballs, can you get those fans to turn to Major League Soccer and grow the league? And can that help to grow the sport? Can this work in concert to help grow the on-field product in the United States to make better players and ultimately a better national team? That'll be judged on a much longer timeline than Messi's two and a half or three and a half year contract. But I think we have to acknowledge that this four year period from the summer of 2023 through potentially the summer of 2027 if the women's world cup comes you'll be able to look back and say this had an impact this made change in the sport and that's where the potential lies will messi change the league that will be how we look at it as a success or a failure.
1: It's gotta be successful on the field for it to be successful off the field. And for Messi to take it to the next level, he's gotta be productive on the field. They have to be a winning team. There are so many expectations surrounding Messi's arrival to Major League Soccer. So how will we judge this move as a success? When we talk about how a player will be judged, in terms of their impact
0: in major league soccer it makes me go back to an interview i did with tim lywicky who was one of the architects of david beckham's deal back in 2007 with aeg with the galaxy and he made an interesting point in that he said the impact of david beckham coming to major league soccer would have been completely different had beckham not fought his way through those first few difficult years and won back-to-back mls cups at the end of his five-year tenure with the galaxy the
2: whistle
3: goes l.a galaxy Champions And it's back-to-back MLS Cups for the Los Angeles Galaxy.
0: That success showed, again, to other players that you can come to the U.S. and have some level of sporting success, that you can be an on-field success story and not just kind of a sideshow. It's not just a retirement league. And he felt that was really important in sending that message and creating that legacy. And I think it'll be the same for Leo Messi. The goal has to be that Leo Messi has on-field success, that he takes Miami to the playoffs. Right now, it's the worst team in the league. So you can only go up from here. And I think if Messi and the players that they put around him are able to turn the team around and get to the playoffs to potentially win a championship, the tenor around that tenure will be completely different. It'll speak to the fact that going and buying these really important players isn't just about growing the sport off the field. It's about improving the sport on it as well. But I would be remiss if I didn't mention that this is such an important moment that it can't be about on-field results.
1: Knowing that he's 20 minutes away, it's insane. And I could
2: actually have a chance of getting his signature.
0: If the league changes, if it grows, if it adapts, if it gets better, if the rules change and the level of play around the league gets better and more owners are incentivized to go and sign better players for more money, or spend their money smarter and more people are watching the league and the audience gets bigger globally
3: and the audience gets bigger locally. I think Messi can can push soccer more regularly into kind of back pages and and whatever sports centers talking about. You know MLS abroad has its appeal obviously everyone knows that it
0: exists Uh, and the fact that you know they're getting Messi is a huge success for them. The corporate dollar behind Messi will guarantee this, that this is a success. Like if we wrap up this three and a half year period or two and a half year period, however long Messi's playing in Major League Soccer, and all we're sitting and talking about is whether or not Inter-Miami were good or bad and how many goals Messi scored, then it's been a failure for the league. This is an opportunity, a very rare opportunity that you have the best player in the history of the sport playing in your league. And the way you leverage that moment, the way you take advantage of that opportunity is what ultimately this moment will be judged on
1: from rosario argentina remember the name Lionel messi to barcelona and paris oh, to now the shores of south florida Lionel messi has arrived in south florida a larger than life icon takes on his next challenge he brings with him more than 800 goals the most coveted trophies, the hope of growing a league, and the fuel to the already burning fire of soccer in America.
3: For me now, he is the greatest ever.
1: The greatest. The best that's ever been. The greatest oh, right. of all time. Greatest of all time. He is the best player I've ever seen. He's mesmerizing.
2: He is out of this world.
1: Majestic.
2: It's astonishing. It's absolutely world class.
1: He's messy. The Making of Messi is an athletic media production. It was presented by Mike Zimmerman. It was written and produced by Mike Zimmerman, Mike Stavrou, and Jay Beal. The executive editor was Ben Green. And the managing editors were Ian McIntosh and Alex Jelski.